off the press, hot off the press. We don't normally do this. This is the first time ever for more to come, the, story, the ongoing story of Nashville Local Cycling Podcast. Uh, we recorded uh, an episode number four yesterday, and sure enough, I was just leaving, and the schedule that we talked about, it comes out, and uh, what a surprise that was. Yeah, um, so before we get into that, let's uh, talk a little business. This podcast is sponsored by True Performance Coaching. True Performance is performance-based coaching focusing on running, cycling, and swimming. True Performance is not a one-size-fits-all coaching program. True Performance offers premium coaching services to you uh, for you to hit all your cycling or multi-sports goals. Please contact Michael E. Bowes or the other coaches at trueperformancetrainingsystems.com. For a limited time, True Performance is offering $100 off your first month if you mention this podcast during your initial interview. Uh, we won't do a 30-second coaching tip because we did that yesterday. So we're just going to have a quick overview of the schedule that if you listen to the episode today, uh, this came out yesterday, and there was a few races that we had mentioned. We weren't sure we we're going to be on it, and here we are. So, Michael, why don't you elaborate on that? Yeah, well, like I said, it was a surprise. Uh, this came to a surprise to a lot of people. Even people that were in the know uh, were kind of taken back, and, and, and not in a bad way. It was just uh, we weren't quite expecting this to come out as soon as it did and how it did. So, um, like I said, even a lot of people that were – in, in the discussions of the events, we're surprised by the release of this, and uh, but it's not bad. It's not bad. We have a schedule, though, now. We have a race schedule, and it, it's going to look a little different, and it's got some new locations that I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited about. It's a lot more races than we initially had first thought, too. We thought there was only going to be six races, right? Well, no, we always knew there was going to be 10 to 12, but we just we only had announcement of the first six. Um, and the big question mark was what was going to be the other four we kind of figured it was going to be probably 10, especially this first go round. But uh, the other four were the big question marks because there was a lot of them out there. A lot of them that kind of had their their hats thrown in as a possible one for the schedule. And uh, but now we know. Yeah, there's some um, historical races. Uh, Tulsa's on here. Boise's on here. Littleton's on here. Um, Gateway Cup. It looks like it's going to be the, the series finale uh, as of right now. Uh, that's a high, iconic race, and we had mentioned yesterday, uh, or in today's podcast that came out today, Sunny King. That's the opening series race, and um, we had talked about racing in New York, and boom, there it is, right there. You know, there it is. Yeah, the cool thing about Sunny King is, you know, it, as far as I can remember, it really hasn't traditionally been a USA crit race, um, but especially for us here in you know our, our Tennessee team, that's one of our close races for us i mean that's only a four ish three and a half four hour drive and normally we go down there no matter what so uh sunny king long you know it's been known as the king of crits it's it's been around for a long time but it it kind of had a bit of a i mean i guess it was affected a little bit by covid but i remember last year we went and that was the smallest field i'd ever seen there so i'm i'm really happy to see it kind of back in a schedule that's going to really push people back to it yeah, this is a big national event now, and Nashville Local has always had a big presence at Sunny King. We've had some big finishes. I think the most notable uh, has been Jeremiah, when he was a Cat 4, went out there and lapped the field. Am I right on that? Uh, something to that effect. I know he at least broke away late in the race and and, uh, and won that one, so yeah. <laughs> all by himself. But, but yeah, I mean, over always... the years, we've had a lot of guys do well there. Uh, what's cool about Sunny King is, you know, it's, 
it's always been a national level event, but it, since it is so close for us, it's, it almost feels like a local-ish regional race for our team. So you can go to Sunny King and start watching at 10 a.m. in the morning when the juniors and the, and the uh, women's four or five race starts. And you can watch Nashville local riders all day long, all the way up to the, the, the two pro races. So that's, uh, that's always been a really cool thing about it. Yeah, it's always exciting to watch it. Um, I've never actually been down there, but it's always exciting to watch. So looking at this schedule, uh, moving on from Sunny King, what sticks out to you as something you're really looking forward to? I know we had mentioned uh, the Harlem crit, and there it is. I think that one's a big one that sticks out. I think that one's going to be a fun and exciting one to watch. What do you think? I do. I do. I mean, how how cool to get a couple of races up in the Northeast. We got Rochester um, and, and the Harlem one, but uh, I'm already looking at my calendar trying to see if I can squeeze that one in because just the thought of getting to go race up in Harlem, because that's a, that's an oldie goldie too. It's been around a long time. And um, and just to get to go up there and like I said, hopefully things get working better with, with COVID and travel to where things feel a bit more normal. We can actually get up there and really enjoy that because that's not until – june 19th which and i don't have the schedule in front of me but i believe that's pretty close to pro nat so maybe a really good tune-up for that yeah i've got the schedule in front of me right now so we'll do a quick rundown of the schedule sunny king april 9th in anniston alabama mvp healthcare rochester twilight criterium may 21st uh, in rochester new york st francis tulsa tough is the weekend race june 10th tulsa oklahoma Harlem Skyscraper uh, Cycling Classic, June 19th in Harlem, New York. Bailey and Glasser LLP Twilight Criterium, July 9th in Boise. So Boise's on there. Salt Lake City Criterium, July 16th in Salt Lake City. Intelligentsia Cup, July 30th in uh, Lake Bluff, Illinois. That's a big one that hasn't been a part of the USA Crit Series, but has always been a very big national attention, national attention gathering race. Wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, everybody knows about intelligence and a lot of people, I remember even last year during the middle of USA crits, a lot of riders were like heading up there to try to squeeze in at least a certain chunk of days in intelligence. So I'm really curious which course they're going to use up there. Uh, and you know, it says July 30th. So I have to look at the schedule and see which one they pick, but uh, go ahead and continue. Yeah. I think schedule. it's showing a multi-day event. And I think Jeremiah went straight from Boise to intelligentsia last year, didn't he? He did. He did. He that's did. that's so, crazy. Yeah. Uh, also, yep. uh, so after Intelligentsia is Littleton Criterium in August 6th in Littleton, Colorado. Momentum Indy, August 27th. That one's a multi-day event as well in Indianapolis, Indiana. And the, mm-hmm. I'm going to apologize if I mess this up, Bomarito, Bomarito Audi Gateway Cup, September 5th in St. Louis, Missouri. And this is also a multi-day event as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Indy's on there. That's always a big race. I've raced up there a couple times, and that usually ends up being a crash fest with that course. I don't know if they're going to change it or not. And Gateway, what a great way to end the season with Gateway. I mean, that's that's just like an iconic race up there. Don't hate on Indy. I've heard nothing but good things about that. That was probably <laughs> just because you were in the Cat 6 race. So <laughs> easy, easy. Oh, no, I'm not so saying it's look- not a bad race. It's just there's always a lot of crashes. Which, yeah, I had fun. And I'm curious which one uh, you actually went to because there's a lot of races up there. So I don't know. Uh, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about the new momentum indie courses and mass Ave. So this was um, a course that was downtown next to like the Hilton and stuff. Okay. Haven't been. So I have to take everybody's word for that, but let's look (laughs) at the schedule real quick. Okay. I'm going to look at, look at this and look at the returning races. So from last year's USA crit schedule, we have Tulsa tough, uh, Boise, Salt Lake, Littleton, and that is it. Uh, obviously, some big missers here are Athens, 
Birmingham Hammerfest. Uh, what else? We, we're miss oh, so another big one that I've actually heard some talk about in the background the last day or so is there's basically no races in Texas, which is kind of a big deal. Um, you know, Texas is a big state. It's a big cycling state. You've got huge cycling communities in Dallas area, Houston, and, you know, El Paso apparently was a pretty good race. So I'm really surprised to see no Texas races, but, um, you know, it is what it is. But we have added, we've got a bunch of new ones. Like, it's, like I said, it's cool to see Sonny King on. Uh, I've heard, uh, I know some friends that have raced Rochester before. Um, of course, we talked about Harlem. Uh, boys, it's not like uh, Intelligentsia, you know, it's a long-standing one, so that, that's going to be a great event. I'm really pumped to see Indy on the schedule. And, of course, you know, it's funny. We talked about it on the podcast yesterday, but uh, it's it, to have Gateway finish this is, is perfect. I mean, what better race to finish the season on than, than that one? So super, super happy with that one. Uh, well, the other thing I like is, you know, we talked about some of our riders. I didn't go into depth with our roster, but we've got guys in Colorado. We've got guys in Utah and Harris is from Boise. So we've got some guys on our team that are going to be super pumped with those races returning. So that's really cool. I'm digging it. I like it. Yeah, it looks good. And if my history serves me correctly, USA crits did end the series in uh, St. Louis a few years ago, correct? Yes. Yeah. That, that traditionally was the final round, which was, uh, and they normally used uh, day three, which was on the Hill. Such an icon so, on the hill. It's such an iconic race there. Yep, yep, it's totally awesome. Best crowds up in the top of the hill in turn three, so I'm really excited. You know, we're, we would go to Gateway regardless, always do. It's always an A race on our calendar, but uh, but it's really cool to have that. So like I said, um, you know, we're, I, I still expect Birmingham to be a pretty big race this year. Um, you know, that's coming up March, I want to say March 12th. So that's definitely the first one on our schedule that we're looking at hitting. Uh, and you know, that'll, uh, that'll get everybody really, really cranking and get their race legs moving before Sonny King rolls around less than a month later. Yeah. Um, so again, I think the biggest, uh, absence here is going to be Athens twilight. That, that one's a, a surprise not to see on here. Also Winston-Salem was a big race as well. That's not on this list. Yeah. And you never know. I'm always curious what happens in the, in the backgrounds, but maybe those events, didn't see enough value in being added to the schedule or they felt confident enough in their event as a standalone where they didn't really feel as it necessary. You know, if people, people are going to go to those races likely regardless anyway. So uh, who knows what on behind the scenes, but uh, I'm just happy that we actually have one now. Uh, you know, you like, like I was giving kudos to USA cycling yesterday and again, good for them for pulling this thing together and, uh, and get, you know, having this thing up down and, and there are some benefits to it. There's a, there's a listed prize money, I believe a hundred thousand dollars. It's going to be split equally men and women. So, uh, we've got something and I, I think if we do it right this year, this is something to build, build from for sure. Wow. That's, that's, that's a lot of money, a lot on the line. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any, anything else you'd like to talk about when you see this schedule? No, I, I know we're about to have to start making a bunch of calls and, uh, setting up a lot of travel because both trips to New York, Boise, Utah, Colorado, those are all flying trips. So for a bike racing team, that's, that's a lot of money. You got to get the guys, uh, you know, you got to put, put them up in hotels, get them on planes, get them rental cars. Uh, the rest of those, you know, Alabama, Oklahoma, uh, Indianapolis and Missouri, those are all drivable ones. So it's, uh, it's about 50, 50 drive to fly to, but, uh, as a race director, it's about, life's about to get really, really busy. 
Well, there you go. Um, thank you for joining us on this special episode. Any, any last thoughts on it besides what you just said? No, everybody. Get excited. Let's go bike racing. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on this. We'll call it episode five uh, bonus race schedule episode. But thank you for joining us. We'll call it we'll, we'll call it 4.5. 4.5. Episode 4.5 is what we'll call it. Uh, go check out our socials at nationallocalcycling.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook, National Local Cycling. And uh, we got a race schedule now. Looking, looking forward to racing. Let's go, people. All right. We'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.